Welcome to the Rocky and Meisty Show, everyone. Thank you for joining us as we roll on with our playoff preview wildcard weekend. Yes, there's a lot of previews for wildcard weekend. Six games for the second time in history. Last year was the first time, I believe. This year will be the second time, but this year is the first time Monday night. But we're not going to discuss Monday night right now. We're going to discuss Sunday afternoon slash maybe evening time, depending where you are in the country. Cowboys versus Niners. So many compelling storylines. Actually, a lot of people are picking the underdogs in this game. But before we end, you know, probably probably some of us will do the same. But before we get to that, remember to subscribe um, and remember to follow Drew Stool Sports on. But what's your what's your handle, Morty? <laughs> I, I, I knew one of the times I had to give you a shout out on Twitter. Drew Stool, right? At Drew Stool. I know what it is. At Drew Stool. Merch coming soon. Remember to follow them on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter as well, Rocky and Meisty. Follow uh, mine and Meisty's personal accounts as well. Or Meisty and I, mine and Meisty. I don't know. I forgot. I haven't gone to school in quite a while. Anyway, let's begin. So Cowboys-Niners, this is such a compelling matchup for a lot of reasons, right? Obviously, the Cowboys have struggled down the stretch offensively. They lost Michael Gallup. It's going to be huge. Cedric Wilson has definitely come on as of late, and he's been a good weapon for them all season. But losing Gallup is huge, even though they didn't have him the first half of the season. Torn ACL. Um, still a lot of weapons there. Prescott has not been his old self. Last eight games of the season, putting the ball in harm's way, not making as many big-time throws. A lot of concerns there, and we all have a lot to say about it. The question is this. Who should be considered the favorite in this game? It's it, it, it's not necessarily evenly matched. I think talent-wise, probably the Cowboys are in a – are, are up there. But the problem is that 49ers do so many things to confuse opposing teams that, you know, it, it's such an interesting, compelling, it's such an interesting storyline. But Yehuda, who do you think should be considered the favorites in this game? Quote unquote. Um, I mean, I got to take the Cowboys as the favorite because they're at home. And obviously, you know, we've seen less and less home being a uh, home being like a huge advantage, like playing at home. Like last year, I think was the first time that home teams in 2020, you know, had a losing record that definitely had to do with no fans. But this year was, you know, I think they're only like three or four games above 500 home teams. So, so it's not as big of an advantage as people, as people think anymore. But these teams are so evenly matched that I, I would have to give the, the the Cowboys a slight advantage for being at home. But, but this game is going to be awesome. Like, uh, it's definitely the best game in the slate um, over this this coming weekend. The Niners, you know, no one's hotter coming into the playoffs. Um, they're, they're a dark horse Super Bowl pick I've heard for a bunch of teams, even for a bunch of people. Ooh. Yeah, even though they're a, a, a six seed, Kyle Shanahan is the most creative play caller. Like the, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if the Ravens want to fix their play calling issues, they should have Greg Roman sit down and watch one Kyle Shanahan game. The things he's doing with Debo and these random running backs, you know, like not to no hate to Elijah Mitchell, he's been awesome, but, you know, these, these guys are like sixth round guys these small fast guys that he finds out of nowhere are, are just, you know, running, running cra like crazy and um, putting Debo in the backfield and lining him up and all the motion and everything that he's got going and, and even use check and out throughout out the backfield and, and George Kittle as the, you know, one of the best tight ends after the catch. Um, Brandon Ayuk out, out of the doghouse. So the, the Niners, the Niners are on fire right now and they, they are, they are playing with house money. They're, they're, they're an underdog. Um, I, I think the pressure is on the Cowboys because the fact that they're America's team and they're, you know, they're supposed to hyped up every year. They say this is our year, you know, how about, how about them boys? How about them Cowboys? So <laughs> I think there's a little bit of, of pressure on deck and, you know, after, after his big injury coming back, but, but they, they do a lot of things, right. Their defense is completely made over from last year they were horrendous against the run last year they were not good against the pass they were not getting turnovers they were just they were just really bad 
but this year they're creating, you know, big explosive plays on defense, um, turnovers, pick sixes for uh, fumble recoveries for touchdowns, everything. Trey Diggs leads the league in, in picks, but he also gets burned the most. We're going to talk about that. But uh, uh, Mike yeah. Parsons, a monster rookie this year, they line him up everywhere. Like they they got pieces everywhere on defense. They got playmakers on defense. They got playmakers on offense. Um, Zeke Zeke hasn't looked his best, but he's you know he's all right. He's chugging along. Tony Pollard coming coming in. They lost Michael Gallup, but they still got CD and Cooper, and now Dalton Schultz coming on. And and um, it all comes down to to Dak on offense. We see if they can um, if they can match what the Niners do with all the uh, the incredible um, you know motion and and ways that they get their guys in space and yards after catch. But so we'll see. It's gonna be I think it's gonna be an awesome game. It's gonna be very exciting at, at uh, Jerry World. Yeah, I, I want to talk about Debo Samuel for a second. Fascinating player. I I I I, I tweeted out. I'm like, we, we during the Niners Rams game. I said we need the Niners to win just so the world gets another week of Debo Samuel because he's yeah. that exciting to watch. I'm looking up the numbers over here right now. 326 running snaps and 505 snaps. Um, lining up wide to be a receiver, and he is lining up wide 536 times. He's lined up wide. He's a deep threat. That's what he is, right? It's unbelievable to have such a versatile guy. And a lot of times, you'll see what he will. What he'll do is he'll initially start lining up wide, and then he'll make his way, you know, casually into the backfield and line up right alongside Eli Mitchell, or he'll just be the lone running back for that play. Like they can do so many things with him. He can be a split back with Eli Mitchell, or like you mentioned with use check as a good blocker. They can have him come in the jet sweep, or they can just you know put him back there as a running back as a as a decoy and then he'll go out and, and run a route you know like you, you never know what he's gonna do it, it's so exciting and th- that I, I think it's he's pretty much like a you know Cordell Patterson is, is a poor man's Debo Samuel and because of that because of that it, that epitomizes the Niners entirely they are such a confusing team for for opposed for, for opponents and you know the defense has played well as of late but that offense is still good Shanahan did so many good things look what he did with obviously Matt Ryan bringing them to the Super Bowl Garoppolo brought him to the Super Bowl like he's taking these quarterbacks that aren't considered elite quote-unquote Ryan's had a few elite years obviously but you know not over the scope of their careers not considered elite and brought them to Super Bowls and you know was on the doorstep of winning Super Bowls with both of them so it's it's unbelievable. His play calling just confuses opposing teams and I, I you know use check like Kittle there's so many players, so many versatile players on this team. It almost makes me think like, are they quarterback proof? I brought this up so many times, right? Uh, if any team you could say is quarterback proof in today's NFL, which is almost impossible to find such a thing because we know that the quarterback is by far the most important position. But I'm curious to think, see what you guys think about this. Like, could the 49ers get away more than any other team with having a mediocre quarterback? Are they as close to quarterback proof as possible? Something yes. to talk about. You think so, Meisty? I think so. I think that they're the only, one of the only teams in the NFL that that um, are quarterback proof because, and it's shown last year they made or, or, or in past years, I should say, where they've made it pretty far in the playoffs with him, um, and and also just the fact that their running game is is just outstanding, and as long as he avoids making these stupid, stupid throws. Then you know he, they're they're only scared to me is if they get down early too big too early, and and Dak you know starts putting up numbers and and they have to play catch up. That's where yes, that's where you're going to be in big trouble if you're the 49ers. They got to get out early. They got to slow the game down. They got to play at their speed. Um, it, the the for the Cowboys it's going to come down to stopping this entire rushing attack. Um, 
what and 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 for the for for the 49ers, it's just kind of down to game speed and being able to slow down the game and and have and just be up on top and not having to play catch up. Yeah, so you mentioned um, Jimmy Garoppolo not turning the ball over. Imperative to their success. Imperative. Um, for he, I think three times, four times this year, he's had three or more turnover worthy plays, putting the ball in harm's way. They've lost those games. But when he's not, when he's only putting the ball in harm's way once or twice a game, then they're you know obviously they've won a lot more games. So. That, that, that's a part of the success. You're going to go ahead. I was going to say, I think of the teams, you know, to be quarterback proof, like you said, there's a good, you know, there's a good question. There's a good way to phrase it. Um, I don't know if they're completely quarterback proof because like we saw Trey Lance come in and he wasn't the best. And obviously he's a rookie. So you're saying, oh, well, you know, he's not really a good uh, judge of the character, but, but the question was quarterback proof. So so I guess the, their system is really, really good, but I don't know if, if they're ready yet for Trey Lance to be in the system, you know, as a rookie, but obviously they'll, they'll make some, some fixes right now, but for right now, the, the focus is on uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and, and what he can do against this team. And I think that the, the teams are so evenly matched on, on offense. They are um, fifth and six in DBOA San Francisco at five. Um, they are um, at, San Francisco at 6.1 yards per play, Dallas at 6.0 yards per play. And I think some of this definitely can be inflated by, by Dallas's huge victories over Washington, over the Eagles the last week of the season we saw. Oh, yeah. And and they they can get a little bit of benefit from from you know whooping and just and just destroying the the sorry teams in their in their division. But um, not the Eagles are sorry. They are they did make the playoffs, they were playing with a bunch of backups, but but Washington and the Giants, they you know, Dallas just able to destroy. So, so their stats can get a bit inflated from that, but they are still, you know, blowing them out. Like they are still destroying NFL team. So that, that counts for something. So um, the biggest, the biggest thing for me really is this defense, because um, if, if um, the 49ers get ahead, like Feist, like Micey was saying, and, and can play at their tempo and they can get a lead, then the, um, the pass rush can, can pin their ears back from the Niners, Nick Bosa, you know, an Armstead can uh, can really create some pressure on Dak, and if if he's under pressure, we saw he hasn't been his, himself necessarily. If he if he's under constant duress, I mean, no one no one is is himself when they're under constant duress. But but their secondary is not very good, and they they've they've had some COVID issues, they've had a bunch of injuries, and I think they can be attacked. But you know, on the flip side, if if uh, Dallas can get ahead as well, their their pass rush is ferocious as well. Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, so. I don't know if one team's ever going to be up 10 or 14 points at any point in this game, but if, you know, whichever team is up that, that pass rush can then start to hit home. But um, both of these, these defenses are going to make some plays and, and it's, it's going to be close. Yeah. Uh, the was, the yeah, Rocky real quick, the, the, the 49ers do get back Trent Williams this week, which is going to be a very big addition to that, to being able to protect, Jimmy Garoppolo, because like we said, if, if Jimmy Garoppolo can have time to not make these stupid throws, that's going to be tremendous. Yeah, but Dan yeah, Quinn I, knows that also. He, he's just not going to line up Micah Parsons or Demarcus Lawrence on Trent Williams because there's no point. Like, he wins every play. So, <laughs> so I mean, that's, that's a win for the Niners because that means that Jimmy will never, most likely never get hit from his blind side. If we see that, if we see a rookie, if we see Micah Parsons, you know, beat Trent Williams, <laughs> that, that would – for me, that would sway his, uh, you know, the, obviously he's defensive rookie of the year, but for, for defensive player of the year, that, that would, 
obviously you're not you're not supposed to make let the playoffs influence the regular season awards, but that would be insane to see. Although I don't, and you said it's not gonna it's, it, it's not gonna get out of hand. Yehuda, completely yeah. agree with you. However, one exception, one exception. Jimmy G can't put the ball in harm's way, which he's done at times this year. He can't do that. He, he doesn't have big play potential. He just doesn't have it in him. Ten big time throws the entire season. He started most of the most of the year. That's a very low number. He he, he doesn't really have it. He's an inter, he's a short intermediate range. That that's where he makes his living. Um, but you know, don't ask him to do too much. You know, that's why I brought up quarterback proof. Like the Niners have thrived this year when they when Jimmy Drew doesn't do too much. He has to make a couple throws. He's gonna have to do that. Don't throw the you know don't make one of those crazy Trevon Diggs interceptions that he's had throughout the years. We know that Trevon Diggs can get beat down the field. He's allowed more yards than any cornerback in football this year. So he can get beat down the field. Don't, you know, don't make, make sure you're not going to throw the ball where Trevante is in the right place at the right time, which has happened to so many quarterbacks this year. Make sure to take advantage of those times where the coverage is blown. So, you know, j- j- just good decisions. Go through your reads. Good decisions. Don't force the ball down the field. Use Zebo Samuel. Use, use check. Kittle in the middle of the field. He's always open. Great route runner. You know, just like and, – and, and quarterbacks love middle of the field. They love it. Why? It's right in front of your face. It's right in front it, – it's straight vision. So oftentimes he'll be the first read. Even if he's not, don't do too much. And if Jimmy G can do that, I think that's the, that's the X factor. Don't turn the ball over. It, it's cliche, right? Don't turn the ball over. Turnovers. Come down to turnovers. But for the Niners particularly, I think it's very important because when they don't turn the ball over, there's, it's very difficult to beat them. They'll run the ball. They'll have these short and methodical type of offense. They'll keep you off the field. And that's why I think the Niners are going to win this game. I think Jimmy G, even if he has one or two bad throws, throws the ball in harm's way, even one or two interceptions, maybe not two, but if it's one interception and they can limit to one or two turnovers, I'm liking the Niners and I think they can pull it off. And I think Shanahan's got a plan. And I think I'm going with the Niners to pull this off because I think that Jimmy G is going to be smart enough to uh, limit his turnovers. So I think the, uh, the, the Cowboys have like a mid-tier run defense. So I think like the Niners can get their run game going, which they should be able to do, especially with, with Debo in the backfield. Like I, every time I'm watching football and I see a wide receiver in the backfield, like I notice it. Um, I, I, I mean, I assume that the players on the field notice it, but <clears throat> you're almost always going to get a mismatch and you can get a receiver who can run these quick Texas routes and these out routes from, from the backfield. And then, because he's going to be the linebacker, but then to have, for them, for Debo to be able to then rush the ball and be, you know, efficient at rushing the ball and be a legit running back. Like it's just adds just an insane dimension to your offense. Unbelievable. And Shanahan is so, so good at at figuring this out, but, but the Cowboys defense has just been ferocious this year. If there's anyone who's going to stop it, it is the Cowboys defense. And I think they are, you know, I don't think they're getting enough credit for, for the uh, defense that they have. They, they have the number one defense according to DVOA, and I think they're just so effective at creating turnovers and creating these explosive plays, which, you know, they are susceptible to to being beat from, you know, by being so overly aggressive, like like Diggs, because he gives up the most yards. But but I still think they can create such such fumble, um, you know, such fumble opportunities and such um, heavy pass rush and just swarming ability that, that uh, even though the Niners – you know, we'll probably be able to run on them a little bit. I think ultimately the, the Cowboys defense does its job. <clears throat> and then the last thing that I think will make the biggest difference, because this game is going to come down to a field goal or to, you know, a field goal here, a field goal there that is missed that, that then costs them, you know, some something where they have to then go for a touchdown because they, they missed a field goal or something like that. Right. So the, the Cowboys are top six 
in the special teams DVOA. You know, that's the third part of the game. You know, <laughs> offense, defense, special teams all got to work together while the Niners are only uh, 22nd. So they, they are – they are significantly worse than the Cowboys in that area. And I think it could come down to that. Robbie Gold, you know, he was a great kicker. Um, he's, he's fine now, but he's not what he used to be. And, and the Cowboys do have Greg the leg kicking at home in a dome. I think Greg the leg. it's going to come down to a field goal. He's not what he once was, but it's going to come down to a field goal. And I think the Cowboys, the Cowboys with their better special teams, I'm, I'm taking the Cowboys to uh, uh-huh. win this game, even though it's like, they're the favorite, but like, Everyone's picking the Niners, so like they're not really the favorite. So it's kind of I'm like picking an upset here by saying the Cowboys. So I've seen a lot more people on the Niners, but but I'm going to go with the Cowboys because I think they're going to win at least one game in the playoffs. Yeah, great point, great point. I was going to say I like to be different. Normally, you're being different in this case, even though the Niners are the under. A lot of people are like, oh, upset, upset. The Cowboys only favored by three according to Vegas. So obviously, neutral field. It's it's an even ball game. But um, yeah, not not people are starting to like, you know, jump on the Niners train all of a sudden. I've been up and down on them the entire season. I agree with you. Game of inches, game of inches. It's going to be a game of inches. But I, I just think Prescott's going to, you know, under pressure. I think he's going to make a couple of bad decisions. One or two turnovers in the fourth quarter. I see it happening. Cowboys quarterbacks have been prone to doing that in big games. I'm just saying not to take shots at Tony Romo. Um, he might be he might be commentating. This game. Yes, I'm not sure if it's this one or Bill. Bill. But anyway, Romo has thrown some, you know, crucial interceptions, some crucial fumbles in big games obviously one has nothing to do with the other but Prescott has struggled under pressure this year and I think he'll continue to do so I'm going with the Niners how about you Meisty I hope I'm wrong I hope I'm wrong but but I'm gonna have the Cowboys winning this game um I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be my, my prediction I think we're gonna have a 24-17 Cowboys win but um, I think the game's going to be much closer. I think we're going to see a, a late score, and then, um, but but I, I hope I'm wrong because because I I just don't. I, it can be a little. Well, yeah. how about some Cowboys? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got two yeah. Cowboys, got one Niners. I'm just excited Morty. to see Stephen A. Smith after the Cowboys lose. Oh my gosh! I, well, if they whether they win or lose, it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> Uh, Morty, I think I know who you're going to pick, but do you have an uh, an opinion on the matter? Yeah, I have I have a pick. I'm curious to see who what you think I'm going to pick. I think I think you think that I'm going to pick against I the Niners because I said last week I think that I wasn't <laughs> no, a fan of the Niners. No, I think, I think you're going to pick against the Cowboys because you don't want the Cowboys. Of course, I'm picking against the Cowboys. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> So All right, so That's we got two Niners. Yehuda, real quick. Yehuda, real quick. Um, Rams, Cardinals, who you got? Um, I was going to take the Rams. The Cardinals have just been, you know, I think they lost the last four out of five. They just lost to the Seahawks at home. Um, that was just a bad look. I know the Rams haven't been playing perfect, but um, the Rams are going to win. Okay, Rams got. So we got, what were the predictions, Rams, Car? Okay, you know what? We'll figure it all out afterwards. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have the headspace for this right now. <laughs> but, but here we got split. We got an even split. I love it because in the first, uh, the, the all in all the AFC games, it was it was a sweep. <laughs> it, it was a dead sweep. So we're getting a lot of even splits. The NFC matchup seems to be a little more compelling. Although I think Bengals Raiders is going to be great. But anyway, this yeah. is going to be a great matchup. I'm pumped for this. Do we know if Nance and Romo are doing um, Saturday it night? Is, it's it's on CBS. They're for sure going to make Nance and Romo do do Cowboys Niners. 
Yeah, but Bills Patriots, they're classic, gonna be I need and Deodor. Classic, classic CBS to not give us Tony Romo for the Cowboys. Classic. Oh, yeah. uh, you think you think they announced they announced Morty? Can we look that up? They for sure announced the the uh the commentators already. For sure announced them. I'm just saying I don't think they're no, I don't I I don't know if the, the Cowboys aren't on CBS too often, number one. But when they sure. are, I don't know how many games they've given Romo this year. Maybe one or two. All right, I got the list. Um, yeah, Tony Romo is doing – Jim Nance, Tony Romo, doing Dallas Cowboys uh, Niners. Who's doing Bill's Patriots? Ian Eagle and Charles Greg Davis. Gumbel? No, Ian Eagle and Charles Davis. Ian Eagle and Charles Davis. All right, th- th- those guys are great too. So we got we got some good comments. Kind of, NBC probably, I'm assuming, Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth are going to do a Steelers-Chiefs and then – Yep. Raiders Bengals will be the uh, alternative. All right. And we got Manning cast on Monday night. Some great, you know, good, good, good crews coming up. No. And six games. Six games. What'd you say? I was going to say no, no NFL players on the Manning cast who are playing in this game because they don't want to get jinxed from that Manning curse. Yeah, Rogers had the guts to go on a week before the playoffs, <laughs> which was great. Yeah. <laughs> he had the guts. He don't to do care. It. He doesn't no. care. He doesn't care. Manicast, we got we got any any stars, any like anyone that stands out in the Manicast? You have the lineup? I didn't see that, but I can pull up the lineup. I don't know. I Goodell was on, and that was a big disappointment because they didn't ask him anything about football. They sort of like asked him about like youth football. And like I wanted to get some controversial out of him, and they got nothing controversial out of him whatsoever. You know, I just sort of like talk about his youth football and his family, and I'm like, okay, this is cute, but like, you know what I mean? Get, yeah. get, stir the pot a little. They are they are uh, not going to ask him anything super controversial on air on ESPN yeah. on his broadcast. Obviously that's not. I'm sure, I'm sure that was a prerequisite. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that was a prerequisite to having him on. Yeah. You, you added the lineup there? I wasn't able All to. All right. All right. Not a, not, a, not a big deal. Anyway, we got Manny Cast. A lot of great stuff. Cowboys Niners is going to be a great game. We'll see if the underdog pulls it off or if the uh, – underdog pulls it off in this case everyone thank you for joining us enjoy wild card weekend and have a great day super wild card weekend